It's time to peel back with Maddie Levine, presented by Fight Bananas. Hey, Fight Family, it's Maddie Levine back for Fight Bananas, peeling back with me, Maddie Levine. So make sure that you subscribe, you like, you share, you do all that good stuff. But today we are talking about Dana White looking for a fight. He's coming to my area of the U.S. He's coming to the East Coast for Combat Zone on March 15th. So obviously we have to talk to the man behind Combat Zone. So welcome, Calvin, to the stage. What's going on, my friend? How's it going, Maddie? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining. It's good to see you. It's nice to see you smiling. And, you know, you seem pretty positive after the wild ride you've had for the past few months. So well, uh, before we get into combat zone, let's catch up. How, how's recovery been going for you? It's been going great. I mean, it's all smiles because it's Sunday. Yeah. Uh, rest of the week, I'm sure I'll, I'll have plenty of things to take the smile off my face. But it is fight week for us, weirdly enough, with a Wednesday show. So. Excited about that. But yeah, knee's going great. I hit mitts last night for the first time. Uh, nice. Real, real mitts with Jake. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to be back and um, I'm just going to keep with the momentum. Feeling great. The only thing distracting me from the training is the show coming up. So bouncing the both and um, yeah. almost showtime. So I'll be getting in a lot of training on the back end. How did it feel mentally to finally be hitting something? Felt great. You don't realize how much you, you miss hitting things until they take it from you for a while, you know? Yeah. It's like you go from doing it so much to, to having some, like having to fill that void. Um, it felt good to just, um, it really, the other good part is just getting a break from the phone. You know, you're in the gym, you're hitting mitts, you're kind of away from the phone, away from the bullshit. And uh, it was nice to punch back in last night. So shout out to Jake. And, and Rob actually was the real reason why I was there watching him get ready for his fight April 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting a, a little shake out around fight time, what would be come come fight night on April 8th. So, yeah, it was good to see the guys be in the gym, taking that atmosphere and um, almost go time for everybody. Yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't realize that you wouldn't be able to be punching and stuff like that. But I guess you do have to kind of stay off the weight bearingness of it. Right. So. I mean, have you picked up new hobbies? Like, you can't, you can't be you can't be fighting and stuff. So, like, what are you yeah. doing lately? Just, just being a, a a promoter these days, man. Yeah. I thought, uh, you know, I thought fighting was tough, but then having to deal with twenty six fighters is, is is even you know more hard. It's nice when you only have to focus on one person, your opponent, and yourself, and making sure you both meet meet uh, on fight night. But yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been crazy. Uh, I'm I'm glad to just be getting back in uh in, in shape. But I've been doing a lot of other physical therapy, just not the fun type of training, you know, lifting weights, right. and getting athletically stable, things like that. So I've definitely been busy, but um I'm excited to, you know, finally be punching back in on sports specific stuff and I can't wait to get some sparring in and you know that that's the next step is when I can, you know, spar some of these guys, I'll yeah. I'll be good. Yeah, I can't wait. So I saw a video recently, um, or maybe it was a few weeks ago. One of your PTs saying that you're ahead of schedule. Is that is that still a thing? I mean, I was before this damn show got booked. I wonder. <laughs> I'm probably right back on on pace at this point. But um, no, I, yeah. I feel good. Like I, I really, I felt like I was getting a lot of momentum. I, I got surgery out in Vegas, uh, December 14th. I stayed out there for six weeks, and um, yeah, I was far ahead of schedule. I came back and. Um, I've been getting it in, but just the, the gyms are, you know, hour plus drives. So, um, you know, we've been punching in. It's just, it's not as easily accessible as it is out there at the UFC PI, five minutes down the road, under one roof. It's nice. So I'm scheduled to go back out there for the month of May and, and punch back in. 
Nice. But um, but yeah, no, things are good. I I give myself a hard time, but I know I'm 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 still cruising along. I just um I can't wait to just be back at you know full throttle. Yeah. So is Q1 of next year still the plan? Yes. To yeah, try and make some sort of return. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I know your focus mainly on just getting better and that's where your focus should be. But when you think about returning, is there a person that comes to mind, maybe a rematch with Josh Emmett or something like that? I mean, honestly, all of them, I feel like it's always that way. I, I'm, I'm ready for all these guys. I'm excited to just go mix it up with them. Um, some new contenders are emerging. Some old ones are, you know, falling. It's, it's shaken up. So who knows where the landscape will be uh, Q1 next year, but um, you know, that's what we're eyeing is a comeback then. And it was interesting seeing Peter Yarn kind of coming back um, last was it last night, right? Yeah. And, and his situation. I know he's kind of on a little bit of a skid, but obviously he had a toss up where a lot of people thought he won in, uh, in the fight with O'Malley. And then right. the way things shook out with Al Jermaine, I feel like we're somewhat similar paths where, you know, my Emmett won. I felt like I won and then coming off an injury. I'm on an 0-2 skid, but, I, you know, it's it's just a weird position to be in because I felt like one's just an injury and one I felt like I won. So I'm, I got that motivated mindset where I'm 0-2, but um, – But am I really type but of Am thing? I really 0-2? But it is what it is. Like, I, yeah. I feel that pressure, and I'm, I I love that pressure. Kind of like John Jones was saying, he needs to feel that fear, that pressure. Those are real things. You know, it helps motivate the training sessions and whatever I could do to get motivation – um, you know, I, I chew it up. So, um, I, I'm right now I'm just excited to get back, seeing these guys all compete, even seeing Rob looking sharp in the gym. Yeah. It makes me want to just get back. So, um, you know, I, I'm just motivated by my surroundings and I'm putting myself in, in good places, um, keeping that motivation lit for the eventual return. Speaking of all the people around you, I've noticed that the mats have been packed at uh, New England Cartel lately. I've seen a lot of fresh faces on the mats. Like, what's the culture like these days for the cartel? I feel like it's growing. Yeah, it's great. That's something that, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful to, you know, get our own spot soon bigger because I think we're outgrowing that place over there now with those new bodies in there. And uh, we'd love to make training more accessible for the all the guys around New England because there's so much talent and it's growing now. And, um, you know, I think we've, we've all been proven to see that you don't really have to jump ship and go to these big, um, you know, training camps just in order to make it at the highest level in the UFC. So, uh, but yeah, seeing, seeing all the guys that are on this car, you got Matino in the building, you got, um, you know, obviously given working to Tom Pags, Rob, Font, um, I mean, here I go naming some, I'm a butcher the rest, you know, but all the guys, you know, we, we got a ton of guys in the damn gym. They're, they're all looking great, but. You said the, the key word, culture. It's like when you can control the culture of the gym and the environment you're training in, it's huge. You know, we get the morale at an all-time high, and um, you can see the energy in the room is 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 great right now. They're all feeding off each other, and I, I think that's definitely the, the way to go on my return is just a busy room with New England's best. Yeah, I feel like it's just a room full of young guns that are hungry. And I know if I'm in the room with someone like you or like Rob Fawn, I'm going to be asking – all the questions. So, I mean, what kind of advice are you giving these young fighters? I mean, really, it's, it's a win-win for all of us. You know, these guys are looking for that that wisdom and that push and everything. But really, the, us, we're looking for these young guns that are just nipping at our feet, trying to get our, our, our places, you know, in, in the division. So it's it's a win-win. But uh, I feel like they're, they're already off to a great trajectory. All they got to do is just keep their head down, put in the work, trust the process. Like, they're in – they're in good hands, which helps simplify things, right? When when you got 
a good roadmap and you could just, you know, focus on the training and not all the bullshit when you can c control the culture of the gym, like you're talking about, you kind of alleviate yourself from all the stresses um, that come with this training camp a lot of times. So um, it's, it's in a good place. You see the guys just having uh, under top under Tyson, you know, uh, running the practices. Now all they got to do is show up on time or else they got to do push ups. I'm here in these days and, <laughs> and then and put in the work. So, uh, yeah, what's yeah, the, what's think, the saying? You're 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 on time if you're early. You're late if you're on time. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're bringing a whole new meaning to that. Tyson's trying to like be the bad guy now. It's pretty funny to see. Oh He's God. His, yeah, right with his mouth guarding, keeping keeping track of the time. That guy's early everywhere, man. Half hour. So uh, it, it's good for him. Yeah, he, He's putting the pressure on everybody, and uh, it, it's just accountability. You know, holding everybody accountable, showing up, respecting everybody's time. And I think if you concentrate on those little details, you know, the bigger things will work themselves out. Totally. All right, let's get back to fight night. Combat Zone, a few days away. Uh, tell me a little bit about Combat Zone. When did you start it? So, well, Combat Zone started far before me. Um, this oh, guy, okay. Bruce, yeah, Bruce Marshall had it for a while. And uh, credit to him, he kind of got things going while it was really taboo. Started off in, uh, I want to say, Revere. Um, and, and, you know, wherever he could at the time, it was Club Lido, I want to say. And then eventually brought it to New Hampshire, Manchester. And we ended up um, transitioning ownership to Dave George for a while. And um, Dave was the reason why I got into fighting. So I've been tied into combat zone my whole career. I uh, started training with Dave George when I started um, when I when I started competing. And then uh, I fought under the combat zone band in my first, like, I don't know, at least nine fights or so. Um so a lot of history with combat zone. Eventually, when I was like about 25, I want to say I took over ownership. I took a three-year layoff from fighting. I had some injuries. I was letting kind of heal up. But I was always getting a front row seat to, you know, the fights. And I was getting that itch every time I was cage side. And uh, eventually, three years later, I linked up with Tyson and Rob. And they kind of put me uh, on the comeback into fighting myself. But, yeah, I've been promoting since I was 25. I want to say this is now my um, 30, like, fifth show or so which is pretty wild, man. Time yeah. flies. It's crazy. Yeah, I took it over at Combat Zone. I want to say it was the main event at 44, and I think I took over ownership at 45, and we're on 79 now. So it's crazy to see how far we've wow. come. Um, you know, back in the day, the mistakes I was making, uh, promoting, and, uh, you know, some are in control, some are out. Some of the same mistakes still play out. It's, it's you know, there's no business like this fight business, man. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it's about damn time that Dana comes around and checks out Combat Zone, so I'm yeah. excited. Um, who do you expect to be the star of the show that night? Uh, I, there's a lot of great names on the card, even on the amateur level. Um, are there a couple names that stick out to you that you think Dana might have his eye on? It's tough to say. Like you said, there really is. It's a stacked card. Uh, I'm very proud of uh, you know the card Jerome Prashears, our matchmaker, put together. Uh, it's star studded, a lot of top game guys, uh, as you could mm -hmm. see, but I mean, that's, uh, they just manage a lot of the top New England talent. And, um, yeah, I'd say the main event, Connor Matthews, five and one, his only loss is coming off his recent fight on the Dana White Tuesday night contender series. He's fighting the number one, uh, pro featherweight in Idaho, eight and four Andrew Cruz. So that's going to be a good main event fight. Uh, co-main event. we got Eddie George, five and oh pro. Uh, taking on Jerome Featherstone from Maryland. Uh, kid's four and one, but he's like a former um, college wrestler from, I want to say Ohio State or something, Ohio. Um, we got Yuri Panfarov, 5 and 0 pro, um, taking on another tough fight. I think he's fighting now uh, the, the number one light heavyweight as well from, 
wherever he's from. I can't even remember. Honestly, there's so many damn guys in the car. I don't expect yeah. you to remember it all because I'm sure no, you've got a bunch of names in your head right now. Yeah, but I would say, honestly, a lot of top New England talent on the on the red corner, as you can imagine, and, and they got some good adversaries on the blue corner. And, and uh, you know, I always give fair shake to everybody coming into town, put on the show for the fans. Uh, it takes it takes two to make that fight happen. So I got the most respect for the out-of-town competition coming in. They're getting taken care of. And, hey, if they go out and beat a local guy, you're in their opportunity to, to, to get a UFC contract. Credit to them. But uh, otherwise, I'm, I'm really excited about trying to maybe send someone from New England to the UFC. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun Wednesday night for sure. Um, so, <laughs> what about uh, what about showing Dana and the crew Boston? Are you gonna be showing them around town before, uh, or after, maybe? I, I hear they got some plans, maybe some of Dana's old stomping grounds. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're gonna. They always. It's like it was put to me. It's like a drive-ins, diners, drive-ins, and dives with yes. uh, with some fights. You know, that's kind of what he he does. And I've seen a couple of them looking for fights. They're pretty funny, man. Um, you know the fights are a brief part of the show, but it comes together to be to to be a, a fun a fun watch. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I mean, the food in Boston, as you know, pretty pretty top notch. I'm not gonna mm -hmm. lie. We're so around, I, yeah. we are. So where like where do you bring Dana like to eat? I mean, it's got to be Italian, right? I feel like Dana's you know knows plenty of places haven't been around here, and that's probably gonna be some sort of hole in the wall. You know, I feel like right. other places when you don't know, you go to the nice you know bells and whistles places, places that. All the, um, you know, the people from out of town go visit. But I think he's a local enough that he'll probably go to some hole in the wall. Maybe an old friend of a friend where he's given some, you know, good rub to and some promotion. I feel like that's the type of guy he is on a, on a local level, which is pretty cool to see. If I'm Dana, I would think I would want to spend St. Patrick's Day in Boston as well. I mean, do you have any plans for St. Patty's Day? Because from what I hear, Boston gets pretty crazy for yeah. St. Patty's Day. Yeah, we were at the Encore last year on St. Patrick's Day. We were hoping to have him out, but he, I guess he had to go to the London card, so it didn't really mesh up. But uh, we're happy to have him this time around. I hear he's going to be in town for at least a couple more days post-fight. He's got a, a boxing event that I think he's a part of as well. Um, the next night, actually, at the BU Hockey Arena. I think it's called the Aganis Arena. And uh, that should be a hell of a fight card, too. They got a great boxing card. Maybe I'll try to pop by that for a bit. But it's also March Madness starting. And um, and betting is now legal in Massachusetts. That's so right. Uh, yeah, win bet's going to be crazy. Speaking of, they're actually um, – there's going to be – you're going to be able to bet on a couple of the fights on the card as well. Definitely. The really? Main, maybe the co-main. And um, yeah, so ex expect to be able to bet on the, okay. the action should you be in the crowd for uh, Combat Zone 79. All right. I mean, I'm terrified of betting, but I might have to, I might have to give it a shot. I hate losing and you typically lose. So, but I'll have to check that out. Now that it's legal in Massachusetts, you make a great point. Are you going to be like, are you allowed to bet on like other sports? Right. No? Other sports. Yeah. Just yeah. not on the UFC fights. Right. Right. Um, but I, I don't know if they said we can't bet on local fights. So yeah. <laughs> but being yeah. the promoters probably, probably not a good move. All right, we'll, uh, we'll have to look into that. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's the best move, but maybe we'll we'll leave the betting to the other people for sure. Um, so let's uh, ask some fan questions here. I'm actually going to start with a question from myself. Um, I know you said you were going to have a hard time watching the Emmett versus Rodriguez fight. Did you ever bring yourself to watch it? I did. I thought uh, Yair looked pretty... Uh, he... he... Didn't really have his best night looking for the power shots, um, you know, looking for the big shot. 
And uh, sometimes it works for you. A lot of times it doesn't. But uh, overall, good fight. I thought walking away from that one, um, biggest takeaway is probably are you looking uh, impressive more than anything. Your thoughts on Volk's performance at lightweight against Makachev? I think he looked great. Man, what a hell of a fight that was. I'd yeah. love to see those two run it back. Uh, it was it was high-level mixed martial arts, which is exactly what you know we were signing up for. If he had to pick a division, what do you think he's going to excel most at? I mean, it's hard. It's hard. I think Volk is just, you know, good wherever he goes. But in your opinion, do you think he belongs at lightweight or featherweight? I mean, it's it's tough to compare. Like, we've only seen that one fight with him, but it's, it's a high-level fight. I know he could definitely hang at, at uh, lightweight. And he's been so dominant at featherweight. It's like, depends. Does he want... If he keeps running through guys in the featherweight division, I mean, he's the type I feel like that wants challenges. So maybe he moves back up and, and just prefers a stiffer competition or, you know, maybe cutting less weight. I'm not sure how his weight cuts are, but, uh, you know, walking around 200 plus for rugby. I mean, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure he's uh, he, he walks around up there. So, um, yeah. That's freaking yeah. wild. I can't even wrap my head around that. Like when I see pictures, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, nuts. unbelievable. Nuts. Um, this is a fun question. So MMA vets like McGregor and Cowboy making their way onto the big screen. Would you ever consider a post-fight career in acting? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that SAG money. Let's I go. Mean, I was in a, I was in a movie where I met that's actually how I met Tyson. Uh, was on the set for Here Comes the Boom as an extra. No way. Yeah. yeah, my sister signed me up for the movie, and uh, she's actually best friends with Dave George, the guy that got me into fighting. So she always says, you know, you never thank me after your fights. You always thank him, oh, this, that. She's like, I'm the one that you know, got you in the fight. She's always talking shit. But she's got a good point there. She signed me up for the movie. I, I met Tyson. I kind of linked up with Rob that way. Got me into the fight game. I owe her a lot of credit. <laughs> That's awesome. Love that. Uh, who's got the best chicken parm in Massachusetts? I mean, I gotta go. I gotta go. Ralphie's, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of slack for that too, because people say, "Oh, this, that," you know, authentic Italian, blah, blah, blah. I mean, come to Ralphie's and talk shit is all I would say. You know, <laughs> they got they're the serving size. They got they come with two cutlets, big plates, okay. big portions. Um, I never once had dessert at Ralphie's. Let's just say that I'm always leaving there too full. Um, and and it's. And they treat you real well, you know. That it's I feel like it's the real when you hear your family, you know. But uh, yeah, Ralphie's, it's all in the bread. So how's the bread? It's it toasted. Well, I tell you, when you order the bread, if you're not a rookie, you're gonna ask for a side of sauce to dip it in right yes. off. The yes. Yeah. Right. Oh my god, I'm starving now. Okay. <laughs> my mouth's watering. <laughs> Do you think we need to cancel daylight savings time? Shit. Um, that was today if you don't know that yeah so did we get an hour <laughs> i think we lost an hour right we lost an hour of sleep but we gained some sunlight yeah i'm happy see that's that's some bullshit I i'm happy about the sun but i felt like i got a late start to the day and i was kind of confused why but well, there, there you go, go. There you have it. <laughs> I love yeah it. i don't know I, that's a good one I, I have to do a little more research but right off the bat i'm a little a little upset about it today so maybe so all right, cool. Well, Calvin, it was so nice to catch up with you. Looking forward to Wednesday. It's going to be so much fun. Combat oh, yeah. Zone, March 15th, Encore Boston. Are tickets still available? Yes, uh, limited. Uh, probably limited. maybe 200 left, all out of generals. But uh, everybody show up. I know you ain't got shit else to do on a Wednesday. So come support New England's best as they go try to earn a UFC contract in front of the boss, Dan and White. Love it. Awesome. Thanks, Calvin. This was so much fun. Um, Thank you.
really looking forward to Miami. It's going to be so fun. Man, I'm telling you, I can't wait. I'm so focused on the show, but we got a lot of fun shit back uh, lined up on the back end. I can't wait to watch Ross kick some ass. Hell yeah. Keep that belt around his waist and then watch uh, Rob go out the next weekend and do his thing. I'm looking forward to it. Love it. Love it. All right, man. I will talk to you soon. Have a good rest of your Sunday. See you Wednesday. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye.